0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Before we begin today's episode, I have a few things I want to talk to you about, and I wanted to step outside to do it, uh, just so that you know it's actually me and not some disembodied voice in a studio. Uh, I need your help. Accession is in the final 48 hours of our campaign to fund Season 2 and our road trip across the country. We are so, 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 so close to reaching our goal of 100%, but we need your help to get there. What you're about to hear are some recordings that I took in January at PodCon when we got a bunch of folks together to go to the Chihuly Gardens, and the event was absolutely incredible. You're going to hear some amazing stuff, and if we can get this road trip funded, we'll have meetups like this all across the country. To support the campaign, head over to Indiegogo and search Accession Homeward. Or check the link in the show notes of this episode. Your support, no matter how big or small, is tremendous. And in these final days, even just $3 goes a long way. And if you can't support the show financially, sharing the campaign with your friends and family is also a huge help. Again, head over to Indiegogo and search Accession Homeward or check the link in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for your support. And now, a poem that I read for the folks who came to the Chihuly Gardens meetup at PodCon2 and the recordings taken of their reactions to the art. Enjoy. These things are delicate. They have that look like if you pressed just a bit hard, put pressure in just the wrong spot, the whole thing might snap and shatter. These things are colorful. They have the extremes, the uh, colors we all can name, but they also have all the colors in between, whose names are whispered secrets we must listen close to hear. These things are shapes. They have lines and curves and points, things to teach us, emotions to stir our souls, the ones we can name, and the whispered secrets. So we must listen. These things are, of course, stories, an inexhaustible source of points, twists, shapes, colors, delicate things, names, and whispered secrets. So as you wander through these storied walls, I ask you to please be delicate, Not just with the glass, but with yourselves. Open your heart to the colors and shapes you normally keep yourself close to. And above all, listen, that you may better know the names of things and
1: Perchance,
0: Some Whispered Secrets. That's my phone.
1: So, um, so I have a mic- <laughs> um, do I say a title and name and stuff? Or j- sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I guess the title is just the first couple of lines. So. Okay. A Transparent Pumpkin Swallowed by a Snake by Jamie Price. A transparent pumpkin swallowed by a snake who writhes among its family, reaching out into the gloom. A glittering jumble the serpents all make, slithery and rambly in the vast black room. A crystalline humming, a tiny mistake, the past ever damning, a sonic boom. The bright bodies wake, their coils bloom.
2: That was
0: awesome. That's not nonsense.
2: So we were talking about how in nature the bright colors like this usually indicate toxicity specifically associated with like marine life and bugs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't touch me, I'm poisonous. Mm-hmm. But we were also saying um, there's certain fragility to these art pieces that kind of clash with the bright poisonous element of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I compared it to the Viceroy, which pretends to look like the monarch butterfly to protect itself. Um, so it's, it itself is not dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's hiding in plain sight, essentially. This isn't colour signalling because of poison. It's mimicry. Oh.
0: Yeah. That's really brilliant. Don't
2: touch me. I'm fragile. Yeah. But pretend I'm dangerous.
1: Yeah. Ah. That's really
0: good. It's like black and uh, stringy. Kind of looks like a fern that died. Or like a fern that's going through a phase. It, it does indeed look like a goth fern. <laughs> it's like goth ferns, and then these sort of spirals of, of like white and purple uh, uh, spherical objects, which you don't see a lot of. You don't see perfectly spherical objects in, in a garden a lot because, you know, that's a, an unnatural mathematical shape to see in nature. Although you do see a lot of mathematical shapes in nature. I'm just rambling at this point. That's okay. So, this is called Context and Darkness. Uh, Black rooms with imitations of life, beautifully rendered with painstaking precision, but in rooms without the object. So get weird, find form, grow out of imitation, and become an odd shape in the landscape. I love it. Thank you. That was delightful. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing No worries at all.
1: So the thing about this room that really grabs me is... Uh, My relationship with glass work as an art form has always been, look at this person blowing glass, isn't that cool, it's a solid thing, but it's a liquid and it's hot. Um, And the only time I've ever seen artwork is in small museum gift shops where it's a local artist. So it's not that it's bad, but it was always just, here's a bowl and it's pretty colors. And that's great, but that doesn't really arrest my uh, interest to too strongly but looking at this giant column of aquamarine and blue and purple uh, this is someone working with an art form's limitations and uh, the physics of blowing glass because you have to work with it quickly you only have a limited amount of time to get a form or shape done so instead of trying to force glass to do something it's not like oh i made a horse and it kind of looks like a horse uh we're working with marine life that there's conchs and uh, octopi and nautili uh if that is the plural of nautilus <laughs> that are all woven in and they are super detailed and well worked with because the glass tools allow you to add in those little details uh but they're all flowing forms and shapes like water. And then you have what I assume represents water rising out of it. Uh, So this is both working with, you could mass produce simple shapes in glass, but also work in that amount of detail with these beautiful uh, pale yellow gold-esque creatures woven into it. It's working with the form, and I think this is just a wonderful demonstration of what mastery of an art form looks like. And it's the first thing I've seen made in glass where it actually makes you stop and think about it and not just, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see, or not interesting, it is wonderful to see nature represented in something like this and it doesn't feel artificial in any way. This is just, this is what this piece needed to be. Does, uh,
0: can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Does this piece feel abstract?
1: It, In some ways, but uh, because like, That octopus that is right in front of me, I don't have to, or that doesn't, I don't have to decode that, but also we are looking at what looks like a tornado (laughs) of water, but it also feels right, because all these people, I mean, I have been exposed to the rest of the exhibition, which has tons of this shape, but this is the first one we see, I think, if I can remember correctly. It is abstract, but it makes sense when you look at it immediately and my relationship with abstract art is always staring at it and going I think I get it <laughs> right this yeah. is the first time I've looked at something like that and like I get it
0: it's almost like a blending of abstract and non-abstract
1: yeah because you have these hyper not hyper realistic but for glass very realistic mm-hmm. representations of real life things woven into just a train wreck of color in a, good, in a positive way yeah <laughs> Anything else? I think that. I think uh, She's asking checking. me to
3: say words on the spot. I'm just like, what? I'm a linguist. I don't know what words are. Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a writer. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a strange relationship with boats. It's not easy to explain, but what else do you expect um, from a child of a refugee? Brace yourself. It's gonna get heavy. My father is a Cuban immigrant. He was born right before the time of Castro. In 1958, or so, the communist government put my dad's dad and uncle in jail for capitalism. Uh, So they fled to the US separately, in boats. There is a strange wall of silence from my father about that journey, but when I was growing up he refused to let me on a boat. I grew up in the tropics, so that was weird. I got on boats when he wasn't around. He knew. chihui has got these giant party boats. I don't see a party. They are tipped on their sides, spilling out, overflowing, and I can't help but think of people crammed, people falling out. So there's a bit of a disjuncture. I think maybe it's supposed To be happy, I just get a little agonized. Oh well. My father taught me to find beauty even in the terrible, because without it, how can we continue to live? So if I sit here long enough, I can think of my father's laughter, Navidad with my small family, lights on the Puerto Rican horizon, color, beauty, and my mother's ornaments, and that the ocean is wide, unforgiving, but generous.
2: Oh my God! Oh, yes. Oh, That was really lovely. lovely. I'm so glad that you liked it. Thank you for sharing that.
3: Absolutely. Is for Wow.
2: It, I don't know, they look like they're singing. Or they feel like they're singing. Is there a difference? I don't know. In any case, it's my new favorite choir.
0: (laughs) What kind of music are they singing?
2: I think they're each singing something differently. But somehow it works. I don't know.
0: Does it sound good together?
2: I don't know if they're singing sound. They're singing color. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Do the colors sound good together?
2: The colors sound fantastic together. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But this is a choir now.
2: Yeah.
0: Polyphony. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah
0: anything else you want to add that's what i got okay. Okay. I uh, turn on
2: yeah sure. i can't get over how the light is reflecting off of the pokey boys oh my god yeah. that is unreal because it's so different from inside yeah. holy shit okay <laughs> okay should i go yeah. okay so this is a poem by amber Bolinsky, or if she wants to be anonymous this is an anonymous poem. You walk in, overwhelmed by industrial arches and gloomy skies. (laughs) Sorry. Should I start over? Sure. Okay. You walk in, overwhelmed by industrial arches and gloomy skies, visible with every turn of your head. It should feel cold, It should feel gloomy, but it's warm, vibrant with life. Bright, fiery flowers flutter delicately overhead. A glass garden catching light, bringing light, suspended in time.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Accession. In order of appearance, this week's episode featured a poem written by yours truly, a poem by Jamie Price, voice actor on such shows as The Strange Case of Starship Iris and What's the Frequency, and whose music you can find under the name Must Be Tuesday, Hannah Wright, writer and director of In Between, Aaron Sellers, a poem by Ollie Morris of the fiction podcast Kane and Fields, Gavin Gaddis, host of Tuned In Dialed Up and writer of the fiction podcast Standard Docking Procedure, Elena Fernandez-Collins, podcast critic, whose work you can find on Bello Collective and ElenaFernandezCollins.com, V. Silverman, host of Fuzzy Logic and creator of Accessions Show Art, and a poem by Amber Rose, host of the upcoming Covencast, A Disaster's Guide to Magic. Read by Will Williams, a podcast critic, whose work you can find on Polygon, Discover Pods, and WillWilliams.Writes. For links to all of these amazing people's Twitters, their incredible work, and to see the art that they were reacting to and read transcripts of their reactions, go to accession.fm. Once again, we are in the final 48 hours of our Indiegogo campaign to fund Season 2 of Accession, and we need your help. Head over to Indiegogo and search for Accession Homeward, or check the link in the description. And thank you so much for all the support you've given the show. We truly wouldn't be where we are without you, and we have so much further to go. This show is written, produced, edited, sound designed, and tied off with a bow by me, TH Ponders. You can find me most places at TH Ponders, and you can find the show most places at Accession FM. And as always, you can find the notes to the show, links to the art, and maybe a few other goodies on our website at accession.fm.